Can I talk about sleep? Because that sounds great right now. Oh my gosh, I love sleep. At like four o'clock today, I dropped him off a guitar and I'm like, I could just close my eyes. I'm just so tired. (laughs) But I didn't because I was driving. (laughs) That's important. (laughs) Keeping those kids alive. Oh my gosh. (laughs) One street at a time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Mental Health Moment. I'm Emily. And I'm Claire. And we are here tonight hanging out and wanting to talk about uh, really the reason that I initially started the podcast. So the whole concept of Mental Health Moment was uh, this concept of getting people together, different professionals, different um, everyday people, and giving us an opportunity to talk about mental health and mental wellness. And challenging that stigma that mental health has in our everyday world. Um, so, you know, when I started this this podcast and I kind of started this movement, I just, I was like, it is so important to me that other people know that it's okay to talk about mental health. And mental health is something that affects every single person. Um, and I think where this kind of differs and, and really where my focus is, is that, you know, so many times when people go and visit professionals or they go and visit, um, or they start talking about either their depression or their anxiety or whatever they're dealing with, people immediately kind of go to this mental illness kind of aspect. Right. And they're like, oh, something's wrong with you. And I think that's completely the wrong way to look at it. And so what I'm hoping that this podcast has kind of brought up or started is this concept of mental wellness. Okay, so depression's there, anxiety's there, bipolar, schizophrenia, I mean, whatever your mental health stuff is, but how can you still be mentally well and challenge that stigma that you still, despite kind of any of that stuff going on, it's okay still to be you. Ooh, I like all of that that you just said. All the I'm things. so impressed. <laughs> this wellness thing, I like it. Yeah, because, you know, it's just, and I think, and I, I get all passionate about it, <laughs> and I feel like this I heart know. rate, like, let's do this, let's talk about this, you know, and I get super excited about this. But yeah, it's, it's so important, I think, to focus on that wellness aspect, because people spend way too much time talking about illness, mm-hmm. you know, and, and very negative, yeah, very negative and very just like, oh, well, and, and then when people are like, oh, but something's wrong with me. Well, okay, but everybody's got stuff, but what's right with you? Right. You know? Hmm. So mental wellness. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. We were kind of chatting. We were just talking about, you know, where is this coming from? Why is this still an issue? And I was telling Emily that even myself as a therapist, Mm -hmm. um, I know that coming from, you know, my, my standpoint might be a little bit different from the general public that have not gone to get educated about therapy to become a therapist. Um, so that's, that's a little different, but I've even struggled with 
having to admit when I have mental health issues, because if yes. we always think about it that way, it's always an illness. It's always an issue mm-hmm. rather than, Hey, this is just part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, but I even go to that kind of a negative connotation side. And I even having myself needed to go and get medication for anxiety, living in Utah at this high altitude and having a job that's difficult and just me, the chemicals that I have, uh-huh. I didn't even want to go to my doctor and tell them I needed freaking anxiety medication. It took me almost two years to be able to go to the doctor and summon the courage to tell another human being, I, I think I might need some meds for some anxiety. And um, yes, I am a therapist and I tell everyone every day, like, consider medication. It's but, a great thing. Yeah, it'll totally help you. But me, myself, I it was really hard for me to have to admit that I might need help with something. Or coming from the standpoint of someone who is a therapist, sometimes I figure, hey, I should have all my stuff figured out. Right. I don't need any help because I have to help other people. Right. I can't have <laughs> issues. I can't be a human <laughs> being. So that's just ridiculous. I think other people kind of on differing levels think probably the same thing. Oh, for sure. And I know that, you know, even though I'm like, I've started this podcast to challenge this mental illness stigma and let's focus on the wellness. I myself have experienced very similar things. I mean, just recently, like this year. So, um, and I think, you know, this is where we kind of get vulnerable and open as kind of, you see more of that, maybe us as clients, mm-hmm. you know, instead of clinicians. Um, so, uh, I've been on medication for depression and anxiety most of my life, like since high school. Um, and when medication is going well, one very common thing is people are like, oh, I'm good now. Right. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Let me stop. <laughs> so, I'm good. So, I've had this pattern of going off medication mm-hmm. for months, couple years, and then I'd be like get to a place where things got really dark, my thoughts got really dark and sad, and then I'm like, why is life so hard? And I'd be just an emotional mess. And then I'd go to the doctor, and he's like, so, (laughs) medication? And I'd be like, I know, I know. Okay, so that would be my pattern. Well, I completely um, got into my pattern again this last part of last year and then the first part of this year. And I was like, I'm doing great. I'm having (laughs) sunshine in my life. I'm working out, which are all great components to help just manage depression and anxiety. Right. But then I'm like, I don't need meds. (laughs) And then I found a supplement at Costco and I'm like, Oh, Costco, there's a supplement and it's in bulk. And so I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's then take myself off my medication again. Put myself on this supplement, which, you know, it's not regulated by the FDA. It doesn't <laughs> actually have any clinical studies about dealing with depression or anxiety, yada, 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 all yeah. the things. But me as an educated therapist, I'm like, let's try a bulk supplement. Let's do this. <laughs> because it was on sale. Yeah. I'm healthy now. I'm great. I'm fine. (laughs) And so I took myself off my medication and I thought I was doing really well for a long time, but (laughs) because my brain needs those chemicals and even though I use a lot of coping skills and I have a lot of coping strategies, um, 
depression isn't just because like we're not trying hard enough, right? you know, or we didn't get enough sunshine or, you know, depression, there really is like some chemical stuff going on in our brain. Mm-hmm. And so again, kind of the first part of this year, last part of last year, like things got really hard for me again. And I was sad and I was emotional and I was angry, so angry all the time. My poor family. <laughs> They're just like, why are you? Why are you? Do mean? you like me, mom? <laughs> I don't know if you like me or not, but mm. and um, and I was just like so upset, and I was like, but I don't need medication. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, maybe I do. Yeah. So by this point, it's been like six months without medication. So a long while. Yeah. Significant amount of time. Right. Um, finally, go back into my doctor. And, of course, I was mortified that I had to be there. All my medication refills had obviously, <laughs> like, stopped because it's been so long without meds. Um, <laughs> and he comes in, and I, I love my PA. And he's great because he's like, I feel like I can be really blunt with you. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's not a good starter. <laughs> <laughs> And he just looks at me and, you know, I take my little Beck in depression inventory thing and he's like, obviously you're depressed. I was like, I know. <laughs> and he comes in and he's like, so, and I said, Mike, I'm going to tell you that I hate clients and patients like me <laughs> that come into my office and they're like, but I'm fine. Yeah. I don't need medication. I don't need to use my skills. I don't need all this stuff. Like I'm done. I'm cured. But everything's really hard. So just fix it for me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, cool. <laughs> like, and then he looks at me. He's like, look, there's a guy I just worked with. He's an Iron Man. He's an athlete. And in my head, I'm like, where is this going? Yeah. Like, it's going to go so many directions, and I don't know. I can get very angry right now. (laughs) And he's like, he does several triathlons a year. He competes in Ironmans. He's like, and guess what? He has high blood pressure. He has to take medication. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, so maybe you just need to accept the fact that you need medication and stop going off your meds. Yeah. And for him to say that, like, I mean, I know people have always made those like analogies or like those parallels of like, sure. We do it all the time. We do all the time in our office and in our clinical work, you know, but I think it took for me to hear that from my doctor to be like, look, like this is a medical condition Mm -hmm. for me to finally be like, Oh, isn't that kind of sad that we need permission from somebody else to be okay with with having just stuff. being okay and just being us. I think that's so sad that we need permission. But it's a reality. And that we we also kind of like need that permission to like treat ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know? Just take care of stuff. Right. Like I let my life get really hard. And I let my thoughts get really dark. And like there were days that I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm not doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I didn't want to admit that depression was hard for me. Yeah. And or that I, you weren't going to be able to just pull through or right. just get over it. And my supplement was not working. My on-sale bulk supplement that had no clinical trials. <laughs> 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 oh, 
take your meds. <laughs> you just take <laughs> your meds. The dang meds. Yeah. But I'll tell you, so like this conversation with my PA happened maybe a month ago. Um, you know, got back on my meds. And I will tell you, when like the chemicals in our brain are in a good place, mm-hmm. life is so much easier. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Be kind to yourself and just do what you need to do and it'll be okay. Right. But it's just, it's just interesting that it's like, I want so bad to like challenge the stigma of mental health, Mm -hmm. but I'm not willing to challenge my own. Yeah. It's everybody else. Right. I'm cool. I'm fine. I got bullet supplements from Costco. You do. (laughs) I got my big old bottle. I'm good. I I got this. Y'all need to work on yourselves and be okay with this, but I've got my Costco bulk items here. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah. And there's so many components that go into the stigma. It's really hard to, to break it down and it can be done, but it would take a lot to, a lot of work to be able to get to the point where... I think we're making strides to make it so that people are understanding that, hey, no, this is a, this is a human condition. This is not a, you're a weakling, you're broken, you're a weirdo. It's, it's a human thing. Everyone's got something. Everyone's affected by it. Whether it's a family member, they might have maybe not full blown, but they have certain symptoms of something. It it doesn't matter. It Mm -hmm. is a human condition that we all are so alone in it. Yeah. We want to pretend like, oh, let me just lie about this and not tell anybody. Why can't we just all come out and say, we've all got something. Right. Like, there's so many people with depression. There's mm-hmm. so many people with anxiety. There's so many people with OCD. There's so many, you know, and if, and if we were to look at it as like, it's just something that people deal with, mm-hmm. like, you know, like my two kids are type one diabetic, you know? And, and I'm like, well, they're diabetic. And so they need insulin to manage, you know, Mm -hmm. since their pancreas decided to not work anymore, you know, and, and in no way do, do we hold any of that against them? Right. Right. It's not like, oh, your pancreas stopped working. Well, that's your fault. Yeah. Right. What weren't you doing? Exactly. So why can't we take that same approach and apply it to mental health, which are all valid conditions as well. Exactly. They are just as valid as the high blood pressure, mm-hmm. like my doctor was saying, or just as valid as type 1 diabetes or, or any of the other medical conditions that we're dealing with. Right. You know, so that's just, so it's, it's been an interesting journey to really kind of like self-reflect and, and really challenge my own stuff big time mm-hmm. and just be like, Oh yeah, yeah, I'm doing it too. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's oh. what's going on. I'm I'm also one of those people, right? Yeah, and I think it's weird that we can be kinder to other people. The people that come into our office, we are normalizing. We are talking about, oh my gosh, no, you may be bipolar, you may be schizophrenic. But that that sounds scary in our culture. That's a really scary word because of what you see in television mm-hmm. or in movies. Ugh. Don't get me started right. with that. It's it's such a shameful, scary thing to have to admit, and people get really upset. Just like I'm sure you would if you knew that you were going to have diabetes. It's mm-hmm. changes need to be made. It's going to be a little bit more difficult with hoops you have to jump through. Mm-hmm. Life is not quote unquote easy anymore, even though it's not for anybody. I don't know why we live in this world. We think that. that's going to happen for anybody, right. but I mean, 
<clears throat> it's it's scary, but it's it's really not. If you really break it down, it's like, oh, let's just work on this like anything yeah. else. And it'll get easier over time the more that you practice or get into the mode of this. Mm-hmm. And we just, we have to have more compassion with other people and with ourselves and allow people some space to just be, mm-hmm. <laughs> to just be okay with that. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's like... And, you know, I know there's like lots of videos going around like Facebook and Instagram and all these things about just like, you know, challenging that stigma of mental health. But like really when it comes down to it, are we allowing ourselves Mm -hmm. the same compassion and the same like acknowledgement that like maybe our stuff is just as real Mm -hmm. as all that stuff we're seeing or all the people that we see affected by things, right? you know, and. And I know that in our profession, I mean, I know you and I aren't alone in that, that that there's so many mental health therapists, you know, that, that are just like, oh no, I'm the helper. I'm, I don't get, I'm good. Right. I've got it under control. Yeah. What are you talking about? But I think, so yeah, we could, we could sit here all night and talk about all of the different things that need to change in order for this to be a problem of the past. But to kind of simplify it, it seems like, I mean, in the words of the great Brene Brown, you really have to start with yourself. Definitely. I think if we're going to break it down and make it and synthesize it and make it super simple, it's yes, a conversation needs to be held about, hey, the cultural aspects of the stigma, about what we're teaching our kids, about the way that we think about medical versus mental health. That's all good. It needs to be happening. But at at the same point, make it simple. How about you start with yourself? And if you Mm. start being more compassionate with yourself, allowing yourself that space and practicing that as a person, it's so much simpler to then do that for other people. Being authentic, being real, allowing yourself that vulnerability and being kind to yourself and non-judgmental. Boom. That's the simplest place to start with yourself. Then start with some people that you love and it kind of branches out from there. Kind of that ripple effect. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, before we can offer that true compassion of others, like we really do have to have that self-compassion. Yes. You know, and I, I know I've had moments of self-compassion and I know that I'm definitely more self-compassionate now, Mm -hmm. um, after my recent medication bender, I don't know, (laughs) supplement bender, whatever we want to call it. But it is, it is that, I just love that. I love that whole concept of like, let's just start with ourselves. Let's, let's identify what's going on with us Mm -hmm. and realize that it really is okay. Yeah. You know, it's not a shameful thing. It's not a secret. It's not, I mean, it is what it is, what it is. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah, I have depression and anxiety. Yeah. I deal with that. And, and then, but then I think that kind of spurs like a further conversation of like, okay, so, so yes, depression, anxiety, those are factors in my life. Now this is how I manage it. Mm -hmm. I manage it with medication. I make sure that when I start having dark or sad thoughts, like I'm going to my toolbox and making sure I do X, Y, or Z. But the first step is, you know, and this is what I tell my people. And, and now I'm kind of just really implementing it for myself is that whole concept of like, we have to accept it for ourselves. There has to be that, that it's like, it's okay for me to be human mm-hmm. and to have that human condition, like you said. Yeah. And then you want to, you do want to allow other people to have it too, or find your peeps, find the ones that, Hey, okay, if I'm okay with it now and I can start taking those baby steps to, you know, talking about it at church, talking about it 
with some people that you trust at work, mm-hmm. talking about it with other individuals, not talking about it in this fearful way or keeping it to yourself and opening up about it, then you do want to find other people that are struggling and lift them up as well. It's kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know how it couldn't be that way. If you believe in yourself that, no, this is, this is okay. This is just right. a part of who I am. Right. And it, and it really does come down to kind of that concept of like building your tribe, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that we've talked in previous episodes about just like the boundaries and like baby litmus tests of trusting other people and all those things. And, and all of that's a part of building that tribe that's going to support you and that you can support. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and becoming okay with our mental health, whatever it is, um, is also going to help you figure out okay, who can be in my authentic tribe? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Girl. Patent penny. Yeah. <laughs> Make a t-shirts right now. <laughs> Order your t-shirts yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, that's like, you know, what we have to say about that. Yeah. I don't know. You got some Brene in there. Oh, beautiful. You got to get that Brene. Oh my gosh, I love her. I'm sure like my people are like, oh my gosh, stop. All the quotes (laughs) plastered everywhere. It's like, I'm going to get a tattoo pretty soon. Right. Might as well. They're like, we're going to make bracelets with like (laughs) phrases in them. (laughs) So maybe future merch ideas will create mental health (laughs) moments. Brene, if you need people to hire, that's us. <laughs> Please, Brene. We're here for you. We can create merchandise for you. I will move to Texas. <laughs> we both will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, own your stuff. Be self-compassionate. Yeah, be kind. And let's build our tribe of peeps who get it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We would like to thank Jonathan Colton for the music. Also, just make sure to subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, both our mental health moment, and make sure that you're checking back with us next time for more awesomeness. Oh my gosh, yes. You cannot wait. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss it. Okay, see ya. (laughs) Bye. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now.